So I am Amy Matthewson. And I'm Ashley Johnson. And we are here with Girl Talk. We want to kind of make a difference in people's lives and make you be the best person you can be and kind of encourage that in your life. We're just talking about Girl Talk, just our daily life and um, what we have found works for us. Yes. Friends, welcome to Girl Talk. This Friday, I've got a special guest with us. I've got Gina Ierlata here, and we are talking about, I think, a very important topic that doesn't get enough attention. Um, it's a topic a lot of people like to avoid, but I think it's something that definitely needs awareness brought to it. And I saw Gina post on Facebook, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago now, um, about her passion for um, child abuse. And I thought that is such an important topic, and I wanted to bring it to the Girl Talk community, share it with you guys, and uh, kind of just discuss that today. But let's start first with who Gina is. So tell us a little bit about you, Gina. Uh, I am married to Anthony Latta, and I have two adorable little children, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Um, and I've lived in this Northwest Indiana for since I was 16. Has your five-year-old's Kate, right? Yes. Has she started school? She is technically homeschooling. Okay. How's it going? I don't ever recommend homeschooling. Oh. <laughs> I could not imagine. Well. Oh. I have tutors tutoring her. <laughs> that's the way to do it. I don't know how you could be mom and a, a teacher, too. If you guys yeah. do that, that's a lot of credit to you guys. I would be four pots of coffee in and... <laughs> When's the substitute coming? I need a break. That's a lot. I tried for a couple of weeks, and then I called my tutors and said, okay, <laughs> I need help. Yeah, we're going to use you guys. Yeah. But I do like that you're home, so you can see them a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you run a business, right? I do. Okay. I, I have a tutoring business. Tutoring, okay. Mm -hmm. I thought so. I remember some teachers worked on math. Yes. They would do that after hours with you. Yes. So now we kind of want to dig into this child abuse situation here. Um, I guess I'll open it up by saying there's all different kinds of child abuse. It does not have to be just sexual. Yes. There's abuse everywhere across the board. Um, and a lot of times the parents are struggling too, and they don't recognize it. But um, I kind of want to just bring awareness to it, kind of um, hear what your passion is, and then kind of maybe some tips on what we could look out for. And um, if we do recognize it, what are we supposed to do? How can we help in this area? Well, like you said, there's all kinds of different... Um, abuse that occurs. Uh, one of the biggest things to keep in mind is the fact that 70% of um, abuse actually, I think the percentage is 70% of sexual abuse actually occurs from uh, relatives and close family friends. So it's That's a high percentage. It, it really is. Mm -hmm. And which is most people, I feel like most people think that abuse is something that occurs with in the Baptist church or within the Catholics or, you know, uh, the Catholic priests or within, you know, all the reports that you hear, which that's not true. Um, it's oftentimes within your own um, dwelling or uh, family, family, community, extended family, neighbor, yeah. friends, whatever, the person that you trust the most because those people normally with children you know an, an adult who i'm going to use the word predator here yeah but a predator knows that if they can get close to the child then they can convince them anything that they want to do um yeah you know i i did want to read one thing because um one of the comments on there um from a friend of mine i thought was absolutely wonderful yeah um in in 
to answer your question, um, she says, from my experience, I never spoke up for fear of hurting those I love. Because even at a young age, I knew it was so very complicated and so many lives were tied in. And that's an incredible burden for a child to carry on their shoulders. As this is the case for so many, or their abuser has conditioned them to believe what is happening is normal, so they don't talk about it. It's why I'm incredibly open with my girls about any and every topic, most especially sex. I believe some God, I'm sorry, I believe some good people honestly don't know what's happening, mainly because they have little experience with it, and for that, I'm glad for them, but I'm also glad people are more aware now. Um, yeah. Which, there are many reasons people do not come forward. Um, one is exactly what she said. It's so complicated to come forward. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, a relative or a close family friend or, you know, somebody, you know, a um, person in the church, it doesn't matter. They don't, they, there's so many domino effects that, that oh, yeah. can take an effect. And that's, I mean, let's put sin in there too. I mean, the right. guilt and the shame that gets put on you that it's your fault as the victim. And it's, I don't even to have the courage to overcome that and understand that that's not a lie that's and you know that that is a lie sorry that that is a lie right and, and here's the thing predators i'm going to use the word predators and i yeah i um i didn't expect to say this while i was here with you but um when when i was just a little girl i was four years of age and i had um somebody molest me and i heard my parent my parents did not know i was in the room I heard my parents um, yelling at the person. They didn't know, I mean, I wasn't in the room, but they didn't know I could hear. I heard sure. my parents' anger from that. And from that moment, I decided at, from that point on, I'm never going to say a word. Because in my four-year-old mind, and I don't blame my parents for a second. They didn't know I heard this. Yeah. But in my four-year-old mind, I said, you know what, I don't want mom and dad to be angry. You know? Yeah. And I never, I'll be honest, I never thought of it and things continued after that and I never one time thought of it as abuse because um, some uh, people convince you that this is you know this is the right thing or they convince you that you know they're not to say anything or convince you that it's their fault and there was the the person actually that um, Recently, I'll be honest. The recent, the reason I all of a sudden decided to open up about it is because <laughs> uh, not long ago that person um, came to me with a in a text message trying to get healing in their words for themselves, and they they put a phrase in there that said they want to apologize for the part they had, or let me rephrase their part in it. And I'll be honest, I was blown away because I. I, I've never blamed the person. I've never, up until recently, for the safety of others, I had never said a word about sure. it. And then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you know, all these all these years, I just thought it was on me. Wow. And for the first time in my life, I realized, well, wait a minute, that's, that's not on me. <laughs> They're telling me that it was their part implies that I, and how can I, as a four, five, six, and seven-year-old, any part of that, right? That right. <laughs> I, I don't. And I say that that's that's just a small part of mine. But the thing is, that every victim has a different, um, different outlook. Isn't the word, but you know, has a different way of dealing with it. Way of dealing with it. You know, there's Coping. a lot of victims that could never speak out about it. Sure. I mean, look, I'm 44 years of age, and the first time I, you know, I'm 44 before right. I ever bring it up. You know, 
Um, so a lot of victims can't say, and I, I don't blame them, there's there's not an easy thing. And the to answer your question, I'm sorry, that was a long no, ways this around is good. to get this to your great. question of, you know, what can people do? And I don't blame my parents for five seconds. They were angry at the situation back in those days. There, we wouldn't be allowed to have this conversation right on a podcast. It, and it would be we dealt with it. Yes, you know, like the issue's been taken care of. It was a mistake. It was a sin. Now we have to move on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and there's so many different areas we could go right now, right? But at the same time, as a four-year-old, how do you move on? Like that's a traumatic experience. How do you move on from that? Yeah. And and wow, that's. Yeah. But and that's why believing believing children yeah. is the most, in my opinion, the most important thing, because you know kids don't normally just come out and blurt out everything, you know, and when they hear an adult blaming someone else for something that they are privately dealing with, yeah. they can't process it. No, you know, and, and they 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 close it up even more, and you know. Yeah, that's uh, that's difficult. You know, how do you how do you move on from that? You know, I don't know. Do you just put it out of your mind then, and and just continue on? Well, every situation is different. Mm-hmm. Every person is different. You know, for <clears throat> me, yes. I mean, there was um, lots of years. You know, I I actually did counsel with someone, um, not you know giving any details of the situation, but I counseled with someone, and and it's a lot of mind control, a lot of giving yeah. it to God, and and that's why. Um, you know, God is, God is really the key, mm-hmm. you know, um, God is not for abuse. God, uh, you know, he uses that, uh, three different times in the church, in, in the Bible, it talks about the millstone being wrapped around his neck yes. and put into the deepest part of the sea. If you offend one of these little ones, not if you, you know, hurt them or, you, you know, if you offend them, right. You know, so realizing the love of God, um, you know, but there's, uh, I'll be honest, if any child, um, my situation is very different than most people. You know, I, I don't look at myself as having a a tough time, to be honest with you. I didn't think about it for years, never, you know, it just wasn't an issue growing up at all. Mm -hmm. But I do know a lot of people that they just haven't been able to deal with it. And counseling, um, counseling, outside counseling, not from someone that you don't know, yes. that you can open up and tell every detail, and somebody who has experience working with uh, victims. Yeah, and so I, I think I'll add to that too. Um, if you are a saved believer, I would say speak to another person that's a saved believer. You know, there's a difference between someone that's a, a coach that's going to coach you through how to deal with that biblically, and then a therapist where you just go sit on their couch and pour out all your woes and complaints, and then you walk out the door with your same problems. You know, there's a there's a total difference there. And um, I think I'm sure you've got people that you could recommend, and so do I. If you're in a situation like this, you know, feel free to reach out to Gina, um, and we'll talk about how they could reach out to you in a little bit here. But um, we want to get you the help. You know, like that's um, extremely important, and I. I wanted to mention too you brought something to my mind that I just learned recently um you know how the bible talks about that um we have a good father right god is good and i had just been thinking that god is good so if this happened in my life you know god is good so it was good for me for that to happen and then um probably a couple months ago i just had this revelation of i've been understanding that wrong all along mm-hmm. and it's not that god will allow only good things to happen to you so if something happened 
if you were abused at all, then that's okay because God only lets good happen. No, that's not true because it's a sin world. The, the Bible tells us that God will work everything for good. So no matter what happens, no matter what sin is done, God can still work it for good. And I just think, like, look at your story now and how many people, we don't know, are going to be able to be helped and encouraged by this. It's amazing. But um, that's just one thought that God's been working on in my life is it doesn't mean just because you're a saved Christian and you believe in God that everything's going to be good in your life. But it does mean that what an incredible God to work everything to good, no matter what hurt you've had to go through. And I think that is probably one of the most important things to realize because it's very hard for anybody who's been abused on any level, right? I'm not just talking about sexual abuse. It's it's hard for them to equate a God loves me, but this is happening to me. Sure. You know, and it's just so important to understand that, you know, we all have free will. That's not what God wants, but God can use every situation for for good. Right. And I, that's a lot easier said than it is believed. <laughs> yes, that's for is. sure. Um, and I have not been through an abusive situation like that. So it's, it's a lot easier for me to say it um, than to actually have to be there in that situation and, and believe it. Um, I want to go back and see if you have any like advice or tips for us. Um, so I was a teacher for several years. What, what do we do if a child confides in us? You know, like what, what do you do when someone reports something like that number one thing and it is by law um number one thing you do is call the police um call the police call the police and um dcfs Mm -hmm. there is um has been in the past right i'm sure you've heard this too a lot of negative connotation to dcfs and you know just like Christians and you know not all DCFS workers are wonderful not all Christians are wonderful yeah you know? right. we're, we're all humans um, but I have witnessed in recent months that they um, really do most of them have the best intention laid out for the kids and they're very knowledgeable and they've seen um, a, lot. a lot yes um, that's number one number one is uh, Call the police, call DCFS, both. Not just one, both. And it's not up to us to decide if that child's telling the truth or not. It's just report it. Yes, and I'm glad you said that because not up to us to decide whether or not um, a child is telling the truth or not. If I can just say that my personal belief is that every child ought to be believed. Mm. Even if I have heard years ago, I heard somebody say, um, oh, that child uh, about a physical abuse that child's just lying she's a liar she lies that's what she does and it's very possible that that person was a liar and did lie but then jump ahead 20 years and and um the the parent admitted the abuse and my mind went back to that but one of for a child the most damaging thing is for a child not to be believed this is the way i look at it this is a christian aspect but you have because I've had people tell me, okay, but what do you do when um, I, I had someone say, I, I know two men that have been lied about from their children. Mm. One went, went to jail, the other one did not. And I do feel horrible if, you know, a lie happens like that, that is awful. And I feel like if any, if a, you know, especially adult, if they, lie about sexual abuse I feel like they they deserve some kind of prison time that's my own personal opinion yeah but I feel like it's so very important to believe the child 
the first thing that, sh in my opinion, the first thing that you ought to do is say, okay, I'm going to believe this child because it's, it's all I can do. I don't know the truth. I am not going to judge. What I'm going to do is I'm going to believe this child. You mm -hmm. know, separate from the abuser and let's deal with this, right? Yeah. Um, obviously with the cops, you can't, once the cops and DCFS gets involved, you can't question the child. You never want to do that because they, you don't want to put thoughts into their head. So it's very important to let the professionals, um, but it's very important to believe the child. I w what I was going to say is I would rather, um, you look at Paul who went to prison, mm -hmm. right? Paul went to prison and he did a great work for God. Now, granted, I, I know, you know, let's say Paul was married and had kids. I can't imagine the fact effect it would have on yeah. him. But what's better? You have six child molesters, five go to prison, and rightfully and one wrongfully. Or for none of them go to prison because we don't really know what's right, so we're not going right. to tell anybody. Yeah. It's not up to us to judge. It's up for the courts to judge, right? Right. But we're going to keep it quiet because we don't really know. It's not for us to judge, right? Yeah. That's just my... Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I do also think that, you know, the Bible tells us to abstain from all appearances. So I think yes. if you are innocent and you're proven guilty falsely, then there were probably some other problems there. You know, I, unless that child... I don't know if a four-year-old that could lie that good. You know, so I, I mean, maybe a teenager did lie about it, but at the same time, if you are abstaining from all appearances and you're not even looking like that, then it would be kind of hard to be falsely proven that way. But um, I, I do agree with that and I love it. Just report it. You know, don't think of it as that child always lies or that child's making something up. You're right. That's not our decision to make. So call and let the experts handle it. Right. And how much courage that takes for a kid to come forward with something like that. You know, I think that says a lot about a, a relationship you know, that you have with the child and not in an inappropriate way. I just mean a confidential way, um, a love. That's important. If we're talking about it like on a family term here, um, how can you be aware of it? How, how can we prevent it or at least be aware of what's going on? What do you see there? You know, that's one of those things. I can't necessarily blame any parent who was unaware of abuse going on. Um, a lot of times it takes one abused person to recognize another abused person. Okay. Um, just like it takes um, somebody who has dementia. If I've never dealt with dementia, I don't recognize what dementia is, right? Right. And it, it can go along the same way with, so just because, you know, a parent doesn't know what's going on, it doesn't make them a bad parent. Yeah, you know? right. Um, and because just as, you know, my, my friend said that, uh, to come forward about a family member is is it's very complicated oh yeah um but just as she said uh be very open there and it there should not be in my opinion and i realize i only have a five-year-old but this is you know also what i i was taught from my own mom you know there shouldn't be a a subject that is off topic for a parent yeah you know it, the if there are subjects that are off topic now obviously my five-year-old um, I'm not going to have this particular conversation right. like this consider their age I still right age appropriately I still have conversations with my daughter as a five-year-old yeah you know I think it's it's very important to be open and honest oh yeah and um, be very important not to 
ever cast aspersions on someone who did try to speak up, you know, what we say and showing that we believe our child. The other day, my I just knew it was my, my five-year-old who did something. And now I am very careful not to blame the children, sure. but it was obvious that I thought she did it. And then my two-year-old came in and was like, yes, I did that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Kate. <laughs> you know? Yes. But I, I mean, and it was the first time in five years that I had, was just like, I know. Normally, I'm like, Gina, you don't know. But that time, I knew. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. Know? So it, it's just very, very important to believe the children. Oh, yeah. So my sister, I do not have any children. My sister-in-law has two little girls. And you know, Grace yes. and Gwen. Um, and I love, I heard Joanne mention it one time, and I never had thought about this before but she said um we don't keep secrets from mommy and daddy yes and they were I mean these girls innocent they were good secrets you know like we're gonna have a secret surprise or but I just as soon as I heard her say that I thought wow how powerful that is you know it's we don't keep secrets from mommy and daddy there's nothing that you cannot tell us and I loved how you know open that communication was and I learned a valuable lesson that day too of Mm -hmm. you know even if it's a fun surprise you know we we just don't need to keep secrets and you know that's very important as well with other children like my nieces and nephews we were in a car and one of them said something about a secret and then she realized oh no we never because my five-year-old was in the car we never keep secrets but even dealing with other children with my nieces and nephews i would tell them no we don't ever keep a secret from your mom and dad you know so it's not just a parent teaching the more outsiders can reach out to the church oh no you never keep a secret from your mom and dad right you know right And I do want to speak to anyone that's been a victim before. Um, I cannot imagine going through anything that you guys have gone through. But I do believe, too, that there is strength in numbers. So I do love that right now we're in a position where it's not just churches, but across the board, people are getting the courage to stand up and speak out. And I do think that that's where the change is going to come from. You know, when we're all just quiet and keep it to ourselves, we can't bring awareness to the situation. So I think it's powerful the the courage that that people have to come forward and then bring awareness to more people Mm -hmm. and we don't know how many children this is saving um you know from anything in the future so i think that's huge and i think it's very important to also remember that if someone does come forward that it can be very difficult on several levels from them. You know, things that they either, whether you're a child coming forward or an adult who has never really spoken about, you know, there's, the devil uses it and he knows exactly where your weak spots are and he tries to feed you a whole bunch of lies Yeah. so that you either blame yourself or you shut up. And and I say that to say if, if you're a victim and whether you've had help in the past and you're for the first time coming out and saying something, um, I I don't blame any victim who can't speak up because we're all different. Um, But if you are, I I encourage greatly to go get help. Yeah, and I will say another thought just came to my mind here, and and I work with a a spiritual coach, and um, and the thought that she told me a couple weeks ago was it's none of your business. And so speaking as an outsider here, I just want to remind myself and everyone else, you know, when something does come forward, unless the child has directly told me, I'm not involved in it. So it's none of my business. And it's it's not my place to judge anything. It's not my place to judge. So in the church, you know, you have the victim and you have the person that did that. Or in the school, you know, it's not, it's not my place to judge either party. And all I can do is pray for them. Um, so I think taking a little bit of a 
the outside perspective here too, if you have not been abused, I would encourage you to remember that because there's no place for judgment there. You know, God's not a God of judge judging. So we don't want to do that. And I I do just as a a clarification, because I know you do believe this. Otherwise I I would probably, but one thing is very important, whether, because there, there's probably people um, outside of this area possibly who listen to one thing is very important is I, if somebody has been accused, mm-hmm. um, that as a as a parent, um, you should realize that that person has no business being working yes with and amongst children yes. So Thank if you. you're aware of it, yeah. and there's other people who might not be aware of it, I mean. I would get direct to the person over that, and I can tell you, I I mean, whether locally, programs, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yes. And I can tell you for certain my child would never yes. in any group Thank of someone who's accused. That. Absolutely. I mean, while I may not necessarily judge that person, I'm going to believe the child, and that person yes. accused will not be around my child. Yes, <laughs> and I will protect my child and any other children. Absolutely. Yes, and yes. any other children. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying turn a blind eye on it. Yes, and I, I no know way. you didn't. I knew you. Thank you for <laughs> no, not saying turn a blind eye, but I am saying it. Turn it over to the authorities. Yes. Protect your children. Yes. And then don't sit costs. in judgment of the sinner, you know, the one that's done the wrong, because we are all sinners too. You know, and that's a very good point. You know, what's very important is praying. Yeah. Praying. And I'm not going to blame a victim if, if they can't get to the point praying for the person um, no. that abused them. I, this There's is no. not what that's no, but I do think that it's very important because the only person who can change the life of a predator is God. Yeah. Now, with that said, let me make it clear that that person, the predator, has no business whatsoever being around children. Hundred percent, absolutely. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, for but they do need God, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, definitely a, a tough subject here. I can see why it's avoided so many times <laughs> because you have to be very careful what you say about it um, and then the hurt that's behind it. So thank you, Gina, for coming on and bringing some awareness to that. Do you have any other closing thoughts before we kind of end this? My only closing thought yeah. is, you know, if I just said something, I want to say if I just said something that offended someone because every victim deals with it differently. Yes. Every victim has a different outlook on it. Every victim would do something differently than I would do. Yeah. Um, and there are victims that would totally disagree with things that I said, and I just want to make it clear, what I said is not um, is not ever meant to hurt someone. And Agreed. And I think that the more victims that stand up and, and are able to um, say something, the more that I think people can understand how they feel, you know, because people who have never been, and even me in my, you know, slight way, I don't understand every victim out there and how they would, and I can see where something I say could offend them. Same same here, um, especially because I don't have experience with it at all. But I do um, think it's important to bring the awareness. So I think... You know, for the Girl Talk community, those of you that are listening, um, that's what we are trying to do today. Just trying to bring awareness to the fact that there is child abuse and that we need to be aware of it. And it needs to be spoken about and addressed. Um, But yeah, definitely not looking to hurt anybody's feelings, not step on anybody's toes. Um, Definitely no judging. There's no one right way to handle all of it. Um, Gina, 
One last question for you. If you had one, one sentence that we could blast out to the entire world, what would it be? One. On this topic? No, 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 anything. This is just anything. Just what would be one thing that you want to be known for? Oh, that one, I want to be known for? Yeah, if, you, if it was like your, your statement that went out everywhere, Gina said this, what would it be? I still would probably have to say to go back to this and just believe the victim. I love that. Even if you think it's unbelievable, even if everybody is telling you it's not true, just believe them. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, that's great. That's a great truth to leave everyone with. Where, where can somebody find you? Where can they reach out to you? If there's anyone that wants to reach out to you and ask a question or maybe share their story with you, where's the best way they could contact you? Um, I, you can contact me on um, Facebook. Facebook, um, okay. My email is GinaLatta13 at Gmail. Okay, um, we can put that in the comments too for you. Um, good. We'll look you up in Facebook. We'll tag you, put it in the comments. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. Thanks for sharing this with us. To the Girl Talk community, thank you for listening in as we bring awareness, and we'll catch you guys next week. So I am Amy Mathieson. And I'm Ashley Johnson. And we are here with Girl Talk. We want to kind of make a difference in people's lives and make you be the best person you can be and kind of encourage that in your life. Just talking about Girl Talk, just our daily life and um, what we have found works for us. Yes.